Okay, hello everyone. Welcome back to our Universal Podcast, or welcome to our Universal Podcast if it's your first time listening. I hope that you've all had an amazing week, and I also hope that you also have in mind what we talked about last week, because this is actually part two of last week's episode. So, if you haven't listened to that episode yet, please go back, because you need that episode to listen to this episode, really. Or, well, you don't need it, but I think it's very important background information on why we're talking about how to stay focused and how to not really get distracted from the expert of distraction, myself, as a person with ADD. Um, And, yeah, I really hope that um, last week's episode brought you some new information that you you for the people with ADD who listened that you maybe feel more comfortable talking about the subject it's nothing to be ashamed of and um, there are actually many benefits I think to to having ADD um, which we'll also go into another time but for today's episode we're talking about what I actually tried um, to help me stay focused after the diagnose and not taking medicines and everything I told you. So check it out. But um, also what you guys have told me you do to stay focused. And as I said in the last episode, there's been so many interesting replies and interesting things. And I did some research on these topics. So... Let's get right into it. So what I did to to stay focused on what actually worked is I have a list here of, what is it, 11 things. Um, and the first one is meditation. If you, if you don't really know what meditation is or um, what I do with meditation, I would recommend going back to episode 3 because I explain a lot about meditation in this one and there will be a full episode coming on meditation as well um so i won't go into it too much but um yeah long story short i would say that meditation for me i do it daily it works really well for my concentration levels it's um i do loads of silent meditations but also guided meditations you can also do meditations by going on a walk there are so many different ways really and you guys have mentioned this as well so i'll explain a bit more later on the second is schedules for me having schedules as a person with ADD, it's so important schedules and routines actually two and three on the list after i started implementing this on like my daily basis it it just everything worked so much better I noticed that when I've written down for the next day what I'm going to do what I need to do first of all I've got it out of my head which we talked about in last episode that when I'm able to write things down get things out of my head even with my poems it feels so liberating because that's for me a way I feel like I can close one of the boxes and that's 
that's super important for me because I have so many open, like I told you guys. And I usually do this by having like the day before, in the evening or the afternoon, writing down what I need to do the next day, making a sort of to-do list. And that that works very good for me. And if you've never tried this, maybe give it a shot because it's it's so chilled when you wake up and you don't have to think about okay so what do I have to do today what have I planned do I have the time for this if you actually already planned it out the day before with that when you wake up for me early mornings are a game changer I have voiced before that I'm a big fan of waking up early which we'll also have an episode about (laughs) coming but um I preferly wake up by let's say like my my favorite time to wake up would be I think a quarter past five during summer because you wake up just at least here usually at the places where I am it's not yet light outside like it's becoming like the sun is going up but it's still sort of dark outside which I don't know if it's just me but every time I wake up before there is any light outside I feel like I can conquer the world I feel like I can do anything like I'm up before everyone else and I can just I can take on this day and during summer that's obviously obviously very early uh because the sun goes up very early but I feel so good when I wake up so early it's like I'm a proper proper morning person and all my friends think I'm nuts because no one in uni, I feel like, but me, wants to wake up at 5.30 or quarter past five or maybe six. And I am always so happy when I when I wake up this early because I also know for myself from actually trying to study in the morning, trying to study in the afternoon, trying to study in the evening, that I my concentration levels are the best in the morning slash early morning. And I was trying to figure out, so why? Why do I, why am I able to study best in the morning? And after thinking about this and trying out different things, I figured out that it's because of stimuli, really. Because during the day you have so much stimuli and I will get so distracted by everything that has come in and I have to really think through and I have to scan everything like I told you guys and I it's just so much and in the early mornings when there's not a lot of stimuli yet when I also I don't go that's one on the list too so no phone I don't go through my phone I don't check social media whatsoever I I maybe put on a podcast but I only put on a podcast after I meditated because even that before my meditation can be too much um I try to sometimes listen to classical music whilst walking to the library because it's less stimulant stimulant I don't know how to say it but it's less stimulating for me than um than pop music or something something else so I'm still really like low on everything that has to come in and then after I finished all my uni work or work that I have to do in general then I can grab my phone and can check my phone and see what's going on in the world. And um, I noticed that this works so well for me. It has been 
a massive game game changer for me so if you have never tried this and i know a lot of people think it's so hard to not grab their phone a tip for that is have zero notifications on nothing like i have nothing nowhere no noises no like movements or um i don't know how you call them like when your phone vibrates like no nothing like that not even when people call me i i know this is not possible for everyone but um no actually when people call me people in my like favorites list they uh they come through and they have like a sound so if there's an emergency i can always pick up the phone for them um but they also they always have to call me twice so if they if they call me twice uh or if i sort of cancel the call immediately they know it's because i'm working because it's on like moon mode so silent mode and um if it's not important they also know like don't call a second time so i usually know that when they call i can pick up the phone but apart from that i have no notification batches nothing i don't even know when people like text me on whatsapp and that has been liberating honestly because when i finally can open whatsapp and take the time for it i haven't missed anything really i haven't like during the day people are not mad because i reply later like everyone's totally fine with it and i think a lot of people are afraid of that but don't be because if you find it hard to focus this has maybe even been the most important thing for me don't check your phone social media whatever until you're finished with all your work that you have to do because it's so much stimuli there's actually been i think research on this as well i haven't researched this particularly so i take this with a grain of salt but i think i've read that um because we're not like in the way of evolution and stuff we're not as far to actually take on all these stimuli that we're getting right now from our phones so it's very hard for your brain to really like get through and especially with things like tiktok and instagram and stuff you're just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and getting so much stimuli and so much is going in and we're just not made for that yet we're just not there yet and it's too much so feel free to try this um especially in the early mornings really help me then this fifth one we're actually going we're going through this list on an add note because we're going from the fourth to the tenth to the fifth but the fifth one is matcha i don't know if you guys have ever heard of matcha and uh, i know not everyone is able to get it their hands on it because it can be a bit expensive in some regions but um, matcha is a sort of type of green tea but it's more like green tea powder and it's made from like dried green tea leaves but it's made into like into this very like thin powder which dissolves when you stir it into preferably 80 degree water or 80 degrees celsius so we're celsius not fahrenheit i don't know what that's in fahrenheit i'm so sorry um but it's you have different different types so i I won't go into too much but you have ceremonial matcha which is grade a you have 
premium, I think, matcha, which is grade B, if I'm correct. And you have grade C, which is cooking grade. I forgot the name. I hope I said it correctly. But in general, I take the ceremonial grade matcha and I make a matcha latte or I make just a general mm. cup of matcha. And matcha actually is sort of a substitute for coffee for me. Uh, because coffee doesn't really taste that good to me because of COVID and everything that happened. Um, I'll talk about it before uh, in another episode. But um, yeah, matcha, the great thing about matcha is, compared to co- uh, coffee, is that it the caffeine like comes free, or how do you say that, like dissolves, um, within like four hours so it slowly gives you caffeine and slowly gives you the energy whereas coffee just gives you a spike after half an hour and then you get sort of tired afterwards and I have not experienced this with matcha and I have with coffee so if you experience this with coffee and you can get your hands on some matcha um, maybe try it I know people find it not to be that tasty sometimes when it's pure matcha but if you make a matcha latte of it, um, I think it tastes really, really good. And even pure, I don't really mind. Also with ginger together, I think it tastes really good. But yeah, what goes with drinks, obviously, is food. And um, for me, food has changed a lot as well because I didn't really think it would matter that much. But I've noticed that when I since I take um, oats for breakfast now, usually, I... I always make, I call it apple pie oatmeal, which is just really oats and almond milk and apples, uh, which are softened and lots and lots of cinnamon. What else I'd put in? Sometimes flax seeds and a bit of maple syrup usually. And some, sometimes when I feel like fancy, I put in pecans or I put in cashew nut butter, which I make myself. Which is super tasty, if I may say so. But oatmeal is a really good one because it also gives you the energy over the hours instead of giving you energy straight away. Like you feel full for a longer time and it has really helped me with focusing as well. Because I I don't have to like be worried about, okay, I'm getting hungry at like nine again because I wake up so early so I eat breakfast sort of early. Or at like eleven, whatever. And Something that has been even more important for me has been low-carb lunches. Um, so, in the Netherlands, it's very common to eat a sandwich for lunch. And by sandwich, I mean like not your fancy sandwich um, that you may think of that you get at the deli or somewhere else. It's more like two slices of bread with cheese in between (laughs) and that's that's it like that's the most common dutch lunch you could ever think of um or hagelslag which some of you might have heard of it's like the chocolate sprinkles in between you put it on bread if you haven't tried it try it out once because i know a lot of people love it um for me it's not really it but it's very cool if you're ever in the netherlands and Um, it's not really normal to do like a warm lunch or eat like vegetables for lunch or like a salad and 
I just noticed that every time I ate bread or things with like high carbs, I I would just feel so tired after lunch. I would feel so tired and I want to study, but I would feel so tired that I would rather go to sleep because and it doesn't make sense because I sleep more than enough. Like I, I take like I get my eight hours. So I don't need that extra sleep. But I would be so tired. And I was thinking, how can I be so tired after lunch? That's also why I couldn't concentrate after lunch, really. So I swapped my bread sandwiches for low-carb lunches. So salads, lots of vegetables, um, anything really but bread. And um, I've noticed that this is been so good for me i don't get the tired after lunch i don't want to go to sleep i can focus better so if you're able to and you get distracted easily maybe try it out another one is the library i live in the library i always say the library is actually my like my first home and the place where i live is my second home because I noticed that when I go to the library, I can study so much better. I have, like, a special room where I always go to, and um, it always feels like it's my place. But it's, like, a tiny room. I think up to ten people can go in it. You usually see the same people as well, which is kind of funny. And a lot of people don't really, I think, know about this room in our library, so it's, it's very nice. And there's not too much around there's lots of old books but i always sit in a spot where i cannot really read the titles anymore so i can't get really distracted by it and i can't look outside which is a very important too for me uh, because then i was just looking at the birds and everything and um it's just i know that when i am there and i think that's something super important and that's been researched on that as well that when I go there, I know it's my place to study, I know it's my place to focus, my brain has been used to that place being my place to focus. And when I go home, I never study at home. Because I have a studio, I don't really have separate sleeping, lounging, eating areas. So I do, I'm very happy, I have, I'm sorry for my stomach by the way, I hope you cannot hear this, but I'm doing this before Easter, um breakfast like our easter brunch and it's very early in the morning still because i wanted to you guys to have like the the bird sounds in the background but i think my i'm getting hungry i didn't get my my oatmeal yet so um sorry if you heard that in the background but what i want to say that is like i have like a dining table and a couch and a bed so i'm happy that i have those things separately which I hadn't in my old room. I didn't have like a different thing for my couch and my bed. And I noticed that that wasn't a good thing because then my body would get used to like sitting on my bed while I was not really sleeping. And my bed is made for sleeping, not for chilling or anything. So now I can do that on the couch. And I noticed that my sleep has improved so much. But the same is for when I go home after studying, I know I don't have to study anymore. Home is a place to relax. Home is a place to sleep. Home is a place to eat. And my brain has gotten used to that and I think a neutral work and sleep relaxed environment is super important if you study in your bed and you have problems sleeping or studying maybe try to study somewhere else and not in your bed and use your bed only for sleep or like whatever you like really want to use it for um 
that's what the bed is made for and not study in there so don't underestimate this because i think this can really really help a lot last thing from my list is silence i study best when there is pure silence no noises around um luckily there has been very like many things that can help you with this even when there's no silence around you have noise uh cancelling headphones right now with um you have the um airpods which are noise cancelling now you have all kinds of things that can really really help with this and when there is no silence around i usually go to these things even when when there is silence i think i've gotten used to using like headphones or airpods so much that it's just it's been so nice for me to be able to study with them because it's just so quiet and yeah i would would highly recommend it if you notice that you get distracted easily the la- also writing things down which we already got into getting them out of your head um don't forget that one super important so apart from the things that i've already mentioned to you you guys have shared some amazing amazing things too which might help you guys to stay focused so the first one that i received from multiple people actually is breaks after a certain amount of time which sounds logical but a specific type of that is the pomodoro technique which according to the todoist which is a website uh, consists of five steps step one is pick a task Step two is set a timer, a 25-minute timer, they actually say. Step three is work on your task until the time is up. Step four is take a five-minute break and then repeat. And step five is after four Pomodoros, so two hours, take a 15 to 30-minute break, so a longer break. As some of you know, I'm a sucker for things being scientifically proven, and I obviously did some research on this. And according to a study published in Journal, uh, Journal Cognition, short breaks help to keep your attention span on track. When studying for a long period of time, it is best to impose brief breaks on yourself, as the Pomodoro technique perfectly advertises. Obviously, during these breaks, it is important to actually take a break, not grab your phone, not get any other stimuli, and maybe do a five-minute meditation to let your mind rest. Personally, for me, I know that this doesn't work because it's fi- 25 minutes is too short. But if I would replace 25 minutes for 50, which they also get like on the on the website, they say you can also replace it. But this is like the how most people do it uh, for 50. I think it could work. So I'm going to give it a shot and. If you haven't tried it before, maybe give it a give it a shot. I know many people are a big fan of this, so yeah, major one. Something that never came to my mind personally is music, because I told you guys that silence works best. But I know for a lot of people, um, music can work really great for concentrating. And actually, to according to an article by Healthline, music improves your mood, increases motivation improves memory and brain stimulation, and helps you to better manage pain and fatigue. Specifically, according to a study by Frontiers in Aging Neuroscience, 
Listening to classical background music helped older adults to perform better on memory and processing tasks. Now, I know that the majority of the people listening is in more of the 16 to 30 year old range, but um, you could still try this out. This is still something that maybe you can check and also maybe if you never listen to classical music, try out classical music and see if you can study better with this compared to other types of music. Then, whilst being on your phone to check the music, make sure that you're actually not on all the other things of your phone. Because all of you said, no phone. Please, no phone. <laughs> I already mentioned this in my own example, but um, I think the same goes for for the laptop, for tablets. Make sure that you have your unnecessary notifications off. Because it distracts you, it takes you out of it. And there's also, I read somewhere um, a long time ago, so also take this with a grain of salt. I'm no, I don't know if I'm saying this fully correctly, but if you grab your phone whilst you're studying or doing something that you're focusing on, you need 30, I think 30 minutes, they said, not sure once again, but I think 30 minutes to get into the subject that you are actually studying because your phone takes that time from you like it's crazy to me so i hope this stresses the importance of not being on your phone while you're trying to focus another one which i'm sure we all love is snacks (laughs) after studying for so long chewing gum during uh like studying is great i think i know a lot of people do this it's not necessarily a snack but um, there has been research on that, that it's been proven to increase alertness and um, I would highly recommend this to you if you don't do it already. But apart from that, a snack is a great way to just treat yourself. So yeah, have your snacks, your chewing gum, apart from your friends probably stealing all of it when you take it out of your bag. But having gum with you is always nice when you're studying. Um... The fifth one that you guys also mentioned is also meditation. So um, if you want to get into it, there are so many ways to just start it right after this episode. It doesn't have to be that hard. Think of platforms like Meditation Moments or Headspace. And they also have some free ones on YouTube. You can just turn on some nature sounds, really. Do a silent meditation. There is so much to find on this. It doesn't have to be sitting in a room on a meditation pillow with a gong going off there's there's so many ways to do this you can really really start small believe me the sixth and i think last one yeah last one for this list is was for me the most interesting answer and that was sent in and it was binaural beats for the ones who don't know what binaural beats are They are soundtracks of two tones with a slightly different frequency. So wherein one tone is slightly higher or lower than the other one. And naturally your brain is not used to hearing two different tones and it doesn't really like it. So that is why it creates a third tone, the binaural beat. And for example, when you're listening to an alpha brainwave of um, nine to nine and a half hertz, your brain will make a third tone of 0.5 hertz and 
there are really five basic types of brain waves. There is delta waves from 0 to 4 hertz for deep sleep. Then there is theta waves from 4 to 8 hertz for meditation, deep relaxation, creativity and trance. Then there is uh, alpha waves from 8 to 14 hertz and that's for reduced stress, stress and concentration. There's beta waves from 14 to 30 for focus, energy and clarity. And then there is gamma waves from 30 to 100 hertz for highly alert, highly conscious and memory focus. Um, naturally, I would recommend the third, the fourth and the fifth for studying and working. Um, what is very important is, is that you use headphones or earphones when listening to these sounds because if it's not clear, your brain will not be able to pick it up and create the third tone, which is what is really needed for this. And the app that I use for this personally um, is Meditation Moments. Obviously, this is not sponsored, I wish, but um, they have a great range of beasts for every category and they can also provide you with more info on the subject because really I got most of my information from them like they have a article on binaural beats and it's um, if you're interested it's it's something to try out it's really really cool so we're finally um like almost at the end of this episode but last week because it's the second part of the the episode from last week we didn't do the pulling a card uh, because we saved it for this episode. So I pulled a card for you guys and it's just so crazily fitting again. Uh, literally translated, it is renewing or you could say updating or innovating. And below it, it says, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. And this is just a huge lesson. I think this summarizes this episode. Uh if you want things to change, do so. Start now. If you want to learn to focus better, try all of these things. See what works for you. Start now. I've learned to live with my ADD. I've learned to focus better. I found ways that to live with that was really like live with what was given to me and actually enjoy it. And I'm 100% sure you can do so too. It might be hard, but... um. It might hurt, it might be hard, but you, you got this. And a very short poem, or maybe quote from mine, that also goes perfectly with this, um, is success. It's called success. And the quote or poem says, You can't go from one summit to the other without going down first and climbing another. And this was just something to remind myself of often, because... Sometimes things come easily and a lot of times things don't and you can't always peak, you can't always have the high moments, you sometimes have to go down, try something else, if one thing doesn't work for you, climb, if the if one mountain doesn't work for you, climb another mountain, don't give up because one doesn't work and that has been something I've learned through um, having ADD and and learning, really learning from like zero, from the start, how to focus again. And yeah, that's, I really hope that you guys can take away some of the tips and uh, tricks that I've shared with you and that 
the people who answered on Instagram have shared with like the the ideas that they had that it helps you so I would really like like to say thank you for taking the time to listen to this um if you actually now want to get distracted in the most fun possible like way I have finally started uploading on TikTok so you can actually see my face there if you'd like uh feel free to check it out it's at our universal world on TikTok and on Instagram on TikTok the account is also called our universal poetry um but if you search our universal world you you get the TikTok account if you want to contact me you can do so via any platform really i'm always excited to chat and to talk and um you can also do via my email which is our universal podcast at gmail.com feel free to check that out i wish all of you an amazing monday or any day of the week uh depending on when you're listening i yeah i just hope you're feeling good i hope this has helped for now sending you all smiles and hugs and i've been so thankful for to share this experience with you guys we'll talk next week bye bye